With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Life 365 Experience with your host, Pastor LaJuan Whitfield, where we discuss the Word of God and add a sense of humor because you can be saved and laugh at the same time. Each week, we share stories and scriptures that uplift the soul, strengthen the spirit, and praise the Lord. On our show, it's all about life, increase, and overflow. We speak about how to maintain your spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical life balance. Because no matter what happens in life, you can still live happy and abundantly every day. Here's your host, Pastor LaJuan Whitfield. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Life 365 Experience. Today, I want to start off with a word of encouragement simply by saying, you've got this. I want to share with you today this reality, that hard times are normal for everyone. Mm -hmm. Well, let me say it like this. Hard times are normal for Christians, for believers, for people of God. The challenge is that we have to change our thinking about our hard times. It is my belief that they are not come to destroy us, but rather to strengthen us. Why do you think hard times are called trials? Because you are being tried and tested to be approved by God. Trials that come to our life do not come just because there is an adversary. They are allowed with a reason and purpose from the hand of God. They are not sent by God, but are allowed by God. Let me say it again. I believe that our trials are not sent by God, but they are allowed by God. We need to not moan in a trial, but to learn the lessons of that trial. We need to gain all that God has for us within it. There are some character traits that James tells us that are developed under trials. In James chapter 1, he says in verse 2, he says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops patience. So there's a few character traits that I want to point out to us today to help us realize that we've got this. First of all, James says in in chapter 1 verse 2 that you must have perseverance. Mm Mm-hmm. He says you must have perseverance. Secondly, he says you must have maturity. Because perseverance must finish its work so that you may mature. And then he says that perseverance and maturity brings about wholeness or completeness. Because he says that we will be complete, not lacking anything. Even the Apostle Paul Learned this lesson when he prayed for the removal of the thorn in his flesh in 2 Corinthians chapter number 12. Paul says to keep me from becoming conceited because of these surpassing great revelations that was given to me, a thorn in my flesh. 
a messenger of Satan to torment me. He says three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it from me. Yeah, right there Paul says that when I was going through my trial, I did not understand. The Lord had to give me some humility. Mm -hmm. He had to give me humility. But then he also says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So Paul says, not only did God have to give me humility, but then he also had to give me dependency. Paul said God wanted him to understand that while you're going through, you can depend on me because my grace is sufficient for you because my power, there it is, power. So not only was there dependency, there was also power. He says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. In addition to that, Paul also had to convince, had to confess that God gave him divine strength. He says that is why in verse 10, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then am I strong. It reminds me of what was written in Philippians chapter number four. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Uh, I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. The writer reminds us to set our hearts to rejoice in the Lord. Yes, the truth is that Paul repeats himself twice because oftentimes we need to be reminded of this, don't we? Yes, there are times when we take a hit in life. There are times when things just don't work out. There are times when it seems like life's trouble has a way of knocking us to our knees. But this is what I want to tell you today. Because you get knocked down does not mean you have to stay down. <laughs> In 2 Corinthians chapter number 1, uh, right around verse 8, Paul says, We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about the hardships we suffer in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired even life. Indeed, in our hearts, we felt the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God. There's a few things that I want to share with you in this scripture. First of all, you have to understand that you cannot take out your frustrations on people. Mm -hmm. You cannot take out your frustrations on people. Again, in Philippians chapter number four, right around verse five, Paul says, let your gentleness be evident to all because the Lord is near. Now, I know sometimes there is a natural tendency to lose your gentleness to others, especially when we under stress. Mm -hmm. That's why Paul reminds us that the Lord is near. Keep gentle, be sensitive to others because the Lord is near. And then he goes on to say, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. In other words, he says, you can turn your anxieties over to God. Now, I don't care who you are. At some point, your anxiety must get out. 
at some point, your anxiety must be vented. God did not create emotion just for it to be held in. The truth is, that's what creates nervous breakdowns. And out of nervous breakdowns, there comes great physical destruction. There are so many times that we do a great deal of harm for ourselves because those emotions and that anxiety that we're that we have on the inside, we never let it out. There's the reason why scripture tells us in Ephesians chapter number four, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry and do not give the devil (laughs) a foothold. That should sound familiar to you. If you've been keeping up with our podcast, the proper expression of emotion is to turn it towards God. The truth is, Only God can handle our emotions anyway. Only God can handle our struggles. Only God can handle our anxieties. God places emotion there to motivate us to express it. See, understand this. Seeing creates the wrong expression of it. The expression that God desires is toward him and him alone. And then the scripture reminds us, it says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, Regard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. He encourages us to walk in God's peace. Now understand this. It is not irresponsible to be peaceful at stressful times. It is not brought about by positive thinking, but rather by giving the situation over to the Lord. Because the Lord God and him only has the ability to breathe faith in your heart when your mind cannot handle the stress. Mm Mm-hmm. The truth is that the enemy would like to keep us under stress. And no matter what you say, stress can come back quickly. I know that we read self-help books and and we do different things that think uh, that we're getting our stress under control. The truth is, is that stress can come back quickly. And so let me share with you what I've learned about handling overload. In Isaiah Chapter number 26. I've learned to, first of all, I've got to keep peaceful. In Isaiah 26, verse 3, it says, You will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever. Because only then can you really hear the voice of God. You got to trust in him. Jesus promises us peace. We just need to maintain it. In other words, he has given it to us already, but since he has given it to us, what will we do with it? In John chapter number 14, I believe it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives it. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I want to encourage you that's listening today to keep yourselves away from people and places and events That will only play on your stress. Let me say it again. Keep yourself away from people, places, and events that will play on your stress. Yes. So the first thing that I've learned is we have to keep peaceful. And don't blame anybody else. We have to take accountability. But the next thing that I've learned is to keep focus. I have to learn how to focus on one thing at a time. The truth is, my friends, is that you can't do everything, but
but you can do the important thing. You have to keep focus. Not everything is important to handle at the moment of great challenge. And I want to encourage you, please don't let confusion in. James in chapter 3, verse 16 through 18 says this, For where envy and self-seeking exists, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Yes, yeah, so while I'm going through, I've learned to keep peaceful. I've learned to keep focus, but then I've also learned to keep in the word. Be always looking for encouragement to strengthen your faith in the word of God. Now, let me just say this to those that's listening today. You don't have to be perfect to keep in the word because although we are not perfect, God's word is. Mm-hmm. Romans 10 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And sometimes when you're going through tough situations, you're going to need the word of God. And not only should we keep in the word, but the next thing is we ought to keep in prayer. First Thessalonians chapter five tells us this, that we should pray without ceasing and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. You have to keep in prayer. Be in a position to always hear the voice of God. I gave an example in my first book about my Uncle Rick. I recall one time when my Uncle Rick was working on my automobile. He he would say, nephew, bring your car over to the garage. And on this one day, we were in the back in the garage. The garage door was open. The the uh, sounds of traffic was going by. All the audibles that was in the neighborhood was there. And it was a certain song that came on the radio. I could hear my Uncle Rick as he's working on my car. He's singing to the song that's on the radio. Now, I wasn't working. I was observing. But in my mind, I was thinking. I could hardly hear the song myself. How is it that he could hear this song so clearly that he could sing along with it? As I looked over at the radio, something struck me. He had the antenna fully extended, pointed in the right direction. (laughs) What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that sometimes in order to hear clearly, you've got to make sure that your antenna is up. You have to make sure that you are in a position to clearly hear the voice of God. And guess what, my friends, your antenna is? It's prayer. So not only should we not only should we keep peaceful and keep focus, keep in the word and keep in prayer, but we must keep open. Sometimes God is wanting to stretch our thinking. And the truth is is that we limit him because We refuse to think differently. I believe what God wants us to do sometime is to stop limiting him and to start thinking outside of the box. 
there, there's a scripture that's, that reminds me of this in Mark chapter number 19, uh, cha- chapter number 9 of Mark around verse 19. Well, he says, oh, believing, unbelieving generation, Jesus says, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. And the Bible says that they brought a boy to him. And when when the spirit that was vexing him realized it was Jesus, it immediately threw the boy down to the ground and he fell down and he's rolling around and he's foaming at the mouth. And the Lord Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? And the father said he's been like this since childhood. Says it it has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. He says, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. Jesus said, everything is possible for him who believes. And right away, the boy's father began to begin to, to exclaim, I do believe. Lord, help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the crowd was running to the scene, the Bible says that he rebuked the evil spirit. He said, you deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter into him again. The Bible says that the spirit began to cry out and convulse violently and ultimately came out of the boy. And the boy looked like so much like a corpse that many said he's dead. But the Bible says in verse 27 of chapter 9 of Mark, But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet, and he stood up. And my friends, I really want to let you know that today, that while you're going through what it is that you're going through, if you can keep an open mind and an open heart and trust God to think outside of the box, the Lord knows how to take you by your hand and lift you up to your feet, even when you're going through the roughest time. Peter, you know, Peter, Peter saw Jesus walking on the water and he says, if it is you, Lord, bid me to come. And Jesus simply said, come. (laughs) Now, I know that that is beyond human imagination. But when you have an outside of the box faith, you'll be surprised at what the Lord can do. Yes. The next thing I want to share with you is how to keep assured. You need to be assured that God has heard you and he knows right where you are. In Hebrews chapter 13, it says, for he himself has says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that we can boldly say that the Lord is my helper. He he, he hears your prayers and he hears the moment that you pray. Daniel said, do not be afraid, Daniel, in Daniel chapter 10. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. Yes, while we're going through and we're dealing with some things we can keep in prayer, we have to keep an open mind, we have to keep being assured, but here's one I need to share with you, keep positive. No matter what's going on, keep a positive mindset. It is the enemy that has a tendency to build upon our negativity. So when you're going through some things, you got this if you could keep positive. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will again say rejoice. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 16 through 18 says, be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances 
For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. My friends, continue to stay positive with an attitude of faith. And I know why. Somebody's asking why. My answer to this is because you've got this. See, see, many times we can get caught up in self-pity. We can get caught in anger. We can get caught in frustration, fear, and anxiety. But I need to let you know that you can learn how to handle those things God's way. I, I want to close to this episode by sharing with you uh, the story of a young lady who is a member at our church ministry. Her name is Lisa. Lisa was born with cerebral palsy. She has been uh, confined to a wheelchair since her birth. I met Lisa some years ago, and she's been a member of our church for a little over four years now. And when I tell you that in those four years, Sister Lisa has been perhaps one of the most faithful, committed, dedicated members of our church ministry. She's at every service. She is able to get away there. She's able to get away back. She has notes on almost every sermon, every lesson that I've ever taught. I don't know how she does it, but on one occasion I told her, Sister Lisa, you text better than I do, and I know I text quite a bit. This year, Lisa will be 50 years old. And she just told me recently, she says, uh, Pastor, I've got great news. In June, I'll be graduating with my master's. I wanted to share all this with you all because maybe you missed it when I said Lisa was born with cerebral palsy. And even though she has physical limitations, she has removed the limitations in her mind, in her spirit, and in her faith. And she is a living testimony of what God can do when you have faith in Him. And so as I close out this episode, I want to remind you again that you've got this. If you can keep peaceful, you can keep focused, you can keep in the Word, keep in prayer, keep an open mind and heart, keep assured, and more important, importantly, keep being positive. And the Bible says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I hope you have enjoyed this episode, my friends, and thank you for joining the Life 365 experience. You've got this. Be blessed. Thanks for listening to the Life 365 Experience. Join us next time for more inspiring, uplifting, and humorous stories of how you can love God and have fun at the same time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.